there is something in your life that's a distraction that's holding you back and retracting you from what God is wanting you to do in the season. And so many times I hear women crying like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. And it's not fair. This person's doing this. And I'm like, but did you pay the price? Are you willing to get out of your comfort zone and cut those distractions so that you're able to go to the place that God is calling you to go higher? Hey, ladies, welcome to Speak Life Podcast with Lex. I'm so excited that you dropped in. We're going to talk about all the things, real daily struggles and real talk topics. Today, I'd like to just dive in and I want to ask you this. Or I want to say, I want to state this. What's distracting you is retracting you. And what I mean by that is whatever, what distractions are in your life are drawing you back from God and where you're supposed to be. And this topic, which, you know, for myself, I always speak to me too. I'm not just speaking to you guys, but there's so many distractions in our day and age. There's distractions from minuscule things that are like little things that we don't know but adds up over the weeks and even the the months or there's big distractions where you're like I know that that's in the way but sometimes we choose to be passive and we're like I don't want to get rid of it because I like it and that's a hard pill to swallow too because if you're liking something that may be a distraction but you really don't care then it's like how do you even get to the place of tearing that thing down. And so a few weeks ago, I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm going to do an evaluation of myself because we're already a few months into the year. And I know that this is a hard question to ask, but what do I need to work on? How can I go to the next level in you? And, you know, I'm sitting there cringing because I'm like, oh my gosh, what are you going to say? And in this season with God moving and everything, he's been bringing a lot of stuff to the surface for me. And every time he does that, I think of the refiner's fire. And I think of how when the refiner is working that fire and burning away all the dirt and all the dross and all the things to get to that gold, I think about how he has to burn it to a certain degree to be able to, to pick out the rocks and the stuff that's not meant to be there. And so every time the Lord brings up something, I literally have a choice to ignore it or to face it. And there's there have been many times where I just chose to ignore it. But then it's just like this little thorn in my flesh the whole time that's like, I know it's there, but I don't want to acknowledge it because I don't want to face it right now. Maybe I, sometimes I'm or in that day I'm grumpy or I'm going through something. Maybe my husband and I got into an argument, whatever it is. When he brings stuff to the surface, I'm like, I don't want to deal with that right now. I know that's there. I know I have an attitude, but I want to stay with this attitude and that's not right. But later on, because it's this thing that's just like nudging me in my side, I'm like, I really have to face this. And so one of the things in my life currently that I feel that I tend to ignore because I don't want to face it or I don't want to have to put in the work to overcome that thing is distractions. And so I was like, okay, Lord. So I'm back, back to the prayer communication that I was having with the Lord in this moment. I was like, okay, so what is in my life 
that I need to work on to get to the next level. Because I know that in order to get to the next level, there's a price you have to pay. The deeper you go in God, you have to pay a price, a sacrifice. And that's why they say when you're aspiring to be like one of the generals, like a Catherine Coleman or a Billy Graham, when you're aspiring to be like that, are you willing to walk in the the sacrifice that they had to walk in to get to that place of anointing, to have that anointing that was on their life? And many of us are not willing to let go of comfort and distractions. But then again, we want that mantle that they had, but they literally walked alone. They didn't have friends. They chose to pray and to seek the Lord and read his word instead of go to the movies and to go chill with their friends, you know? And so I was like, all right, Lord, show me because I want to go deeper. But part of me in my flesh was like, but am I going to want to put in that work? So finally he was like, one of the distractions that you have, and I mentioned this on one of my podcasts before, but it's literally been a struggle for me. And I don't know when I'm going to get it through my head, but literally this is a struggle for me. And I tell the Lord all the time, I'm like, God, here I am again, asking you for help in the same area. And I need you to help me because literally this is something that I don't know what what I need to do, but I'm asking you for help. And so he told me that one of the biggest distractions, again, is my phone and social media. And I'm like, I realized that with that area, in that area with social media, I will go on a social media break every single year around the same time, usually around this time or even in like January, February, I choose to do a social media break. And it's funny because you know how Facebook has the memories each year and each year it's like, oh, I'm taking a break from social media. Oh, I'm going to focus on the projects that I need to do. So I'm getting off of this. This time I'm getting off of social media for a few months. I don't know when I'll be back year after year after year. And I'm like, okay, so here we are again. I know it's a distraction. I going to take a social media break. But if I do that, I don't want to come back again. And then it's the same old thing where I get sucked back into the very thing that I'm trying to break. And it's funny because when I do get off of social media, I am very productive and I am focusing on things that I had it focused on because I was using my time differently than to be scrolling. And next thing you know, I'm scrolling for two hours, but I was like, okay, but what can I do? What is it that I'm not getting Lord, because I don't want to keep coming back to this. And 10 years from now, I still am trying to take a social media break. And what he showed me was that I need to get to the root, go figure, you know, the root. I love to get to the root of a problem. But for some reason with this, I was like blinded. And I was like, what is it, Lord? And he's like, the root. And I didn't want to think about it, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I didn't want to think about it because I didn't want to let it go. I know that I have Speak Life on there and I know that I have different groups that I'm running on social media. And so I even told my husband, I'm like, I have all these groups and I keep using it as an excuse, but I want to get off. But how am I supposed to run these groups? He's like, you need to learn how to be disciplined on that. And so the Lord showed me that as well. And so at the moment I was like, you know what, Lance, you could just be quiet. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want you to tell me that. But then the Lord told me, he's like, you have to learn how to be disciplined and have self-control. And that was the root. I have to have self-control in this area. And so currently 
I'm really working on that. And I'm working on small steps. I'm not trying to do it all at once because I am the type of person that jumps all the way in, but I really want this to stick to the point that I have self-control. And if I can, and that's one of the fruit of the spirit. And so I'm like, if I could practice self-control in this area, I'll be able to practice self-control in other areas. And I'll be able to get to that place where I'm wanting to go deeper in Christ because I'm getting rid, getting rid of this distraction. I'm cutting it off at the root. So I started to do little things where I'm like, okay, I'm going to charge my phone across the room or even in the bathroom so that it's not right next to me at the bed because I'll literally use excuses like, I need my phone next to me to hear the alarm or I need the phone next to me so that if I have a dream at night, I can write down the dream. If I have a song that comes to me in the night, I can write it down. Where else am I going to write it down? I don't want to turn on the light and wake up the family or another excuse is like, I need to write notes because sometimes the best time for myself to get revelation and to write notes and to study is at night when everyone's asleep. And so sometimes I would roll over to my phone and start reading the word and start doing some research. And so I'm like, how am I supposed to do that, Lord? Excuse after excuse after excuse I just made. And so I was like, you know what? I got to cut the crap. I got to cut the excuses and I got to really be real with myself and say, hey, you got an issue and you keep making excuses and you keep procrastinating on that thing. And you, I know that God is calling me higher, but in order for me to go higher, I have to, I have to cut the thing off and I have to be able to cut my flesh and be able to press in and lean on God in this time because it's really a struggle and it may not be a struggle for you. It may not be a struggle for anybody else in that area, but there is something in your life that's a distraction that's holding you back and retracting you from what God is wanting you to do in this season. And so many times I hear women crying like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. And it's not fair. This person's doing this. And I'm like, but did you pay the price? Are you willing to get out of your comfort zone and cut those distractions so that you're able to go to the place that God is calling you to go higher? Or are you going to ignore and choose to be passive and make excuses to the point that it becomes a reality to you where you're like this, I need this. And that's one of the biggest lies that the enemy uses. I think is that when we start to believe that lie that we need a certain thing in order to function, that's when we become deceived. And once you become deceived, it's hard to get to the place where you're not deceived. And when you're deceived, you don't even know that you're deceived. That's the ugly part of deception is that you get to the point where you don't even know that you're in it. And so before you can even get to that place, Let's evaluate ourselves and evaluating ourselves is one of the hardest things because you have to be real with yourself. And if maybe you're at the place where you can't be real with yourself, you know that you're not willing to get real with yourself before God. So I would encourage you to find somebody that you could be real with that can help you get to that place of reality. Because a lot of times I'll even say something to my husband or to a friend and I'm like, oh yeah, because I'm like this. And they're like, no, sweetheart that's not true. And I'm like, what do you mean it's not true? And I'll kind of be shocked in the moment, but then I'll go back and think, and I'm like, yo, they're right. And I just didn't know. And it almost came to the border to, it came to the line of me believing something that was a lie. And so in the area of distractions, don't let it get to the point to where it becomes a lie And then it turns into deception because you're believing a lie that you are convincing yourself that is true. And so 
Any distraction that's in your life that's blocking you from having full access to God or that's blocking you from going deeper or that's blocking you from having a full, true relationship with God is something that you need to get rid of because it says in his word, one of the first commandments is have no other gods before me. And I know that sounds deep, but anything that comes before God is an idol. And I'm calling it a distraction because I don't want to like be so religious, but it's really an idol. And so we have to get to that place where we're like, God, I want you more than anything. And I'm willing to give up that thing that I don't want to give up because it's comfort to me. But I know that if I can give that very thing up, that you're going to come fill that void. We have to know that God will fill the void that you're using something to supplement him to fulfill that void. And so a lot of us may be lonely. We can be lonely even if you're surrounded by family and friends. You could be lonely whether you have someone in your life or not, or you could be lonely in the midst of a crowd because it all comes down to your heart. And if you're allowing God to fill those voids that's in your heart, or if you're trying to supplement it through different ways. And so no matter where you fall on the spectrum, with the distractions, whether it's your phone, whether it's social media, whether it's your kids, you can, you can fill voids with anything and anyone. Some people use their kids instead of facing that very thing with their spouse and then their marriage. Like, Hey, we have an issue in our marriage. Instead of focusing on that, some people put all their time and effort into their children and never focus on their marriage and on their husband and on their household. Next thing you know, they're on the brink of divorce because they didn't want to focus on the problem that was in front of them, they used different things. And there's so many distractions in our world nowadays that we can easily slip into something, into a la-la land of not wanting to become real and face reality. And that's such a dangerous place. Or another scenario could be that you, maybe you struggle with lust or something. And I know a lot of people associate lust with men, but it's women struggle with lust as well. I know for me, I had to, I had a battle with lust even while I was married and I never got into porn or anything like that, but it was more like feelings of wanting to be seen or heard from men in different ways. And so it was something that stemmed from my childhood that stemmed from rejection, but it was a real struggle. And I had to break that off and I had to be intentional with facing that because if I didn't, I'd still be here today struggling with lust, but I'm free from that. I'm finally at a place where I'm free from that. And you could be free too. And another scenario could be busyness. Oh my goodness. I know so many people that have terrible households, terrible children, terrible life in general, but they fill their time with being busy. If I can do, 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 then I don't have to feel. I don't have to come to that place where I'm feeling or facing my reality. And so you go work and you're the top best person in your job place or at school. You got all these achievements. You're that person that everyone's like, oh, I want to be like you. But then you come back home, your mom, your your mom, your your spouse doesn't like you. Your kids hate you because you spend all your time outside of the home because you're trying to avoid the reality that you have at home when you can face the reality and change it to to line up with what God is wanting it to be. And so wherever, whatever the distraction is, I hope that today that by shedding light on that, you can say, Lord, I don't want to be come to that place where 
I'm alone because I chose not to face my reality or face the lies that I believed or face the distractions that I'm trying to use to supplement a feeling that I'm feeling. And I know with my phone, as a mom, to be real, there's times where I feel like I'm being left out, you know, with my personality as a sanguine, as an extrovert, sometimes I get fear of missing out. And that's something that I've been working on for a while now. And I've gotten a lot better, but that comes knocking on my door every once in a while. And there's some struggles and things that we're going to have to try to face the rest of our life. We'll be free from it, but it'll try to come knocking on our door. And we have a choice to open it up and accept it. Or we have a choice to slam that door and say, that's not me anymore. And so for me, the fear of missing out or wanting to have an adventure or wanting to go see the world when that thing comes knocking on my door of uncontentment or me being on my phone, I'm able to see what others are doing. And so I think that's when I start getting caught up because I'm like, oh, I could do this and I could do that and I should do this. And that person's doing that, so I could do it too. And so it just becomes this this uh, this vertex that sucks me in. And I know that the only way that I'm going to be able to fight this distraction and get rid of it so that I'm able to go higher is I got I have to practice self-control and discipline. And so like I said, I'm trying to put my phone across the room, charge it there. I bought clocks for us to use as an alarm instead of the phone. And it's funny because the clocks are so loud. And I'm like, it's gonna wake up the whole house, but I'm like, I gotta do what I gotta do. And then I'm trying to bring out my paper Bible so that my excuse isn't like, oh, I need to read my Bible on my phone when I can just go back to the good old fashioned way of having a paper Bible, having a notebook next to me so I can write my dreams there and not use that as an excuse, have a little light so that I can, if I do get something in the middle of the night, then I, I'm able to just turn that thing on and write whatever the Lord's showing me without using my phone. So there's so many ways that if we could press in and intentionally work on getting rid of those distractions, then we'll be able to overcome that thing. And then it'll be something that we look back on and say, God, you really helped me through it because I can't do it on my own. But through you, through you, I can do it. Through you, I'll be able to overcome it. And I even ask him to give me strategies. I'm like, Lord, show me, give me strategies that I can use to be able to overcome this thing. And he does it every time. He shows me every single time. And he'll even show me strategies to pray against the enemy because we know that when the enemy has a plan, we get to unarm that plan through prayer, through strategies that the Holy Spirit gives us to to annihilate that very thing that he's trying to do. And so Don't let distractions retract you any longer. Don't let it draw you back from God, draw you back from where he's wanting to take you in the season. And if you want to go higher, be intentional with getting rid of the distractions and the things that's stopping you from having full, complete access to God. And I know you could do it, girl. If I could do it and if I can be on this journey to overcome that thing, you could do it too. And we could do it together. And remember that Speak Life has a sisterhood on Facebook where we go more in depth on these specific topics where we're able to pray for one another if it is a struggle. So you don't have to do this alone. First of all, you have God and then you have your sisters. And so if you ever feel that place of being lonely and isolated, join the sisterhood where we go on the Zooms and we talk about these things in depth. We talk about testimonies of how people overcome. We talk, we pray for one another to have the strength to be able to, to take on each day and take on each week. And so I encourage you to go find us, Speak Life Sisterhood on Facebook 
and we would love to link arms with you and keep each other accountable on overcoming and fighting these distractions that are trying to to retract us from God. And so I'm going to pray. And as I pray, just really allow the Lord to reveal those areas and distractions in your life that's holding you back. And don't stuff it down. I encourage you to not stuff it down, to really give it to the Lord and face that thing. Because, girl, we got work to do for the kingdom and we can't allow the enemy to hold us back any longer. So, Father, right now, I just pray for each and every sister that's on here. I pray that any distraction that's in their life that's holding them back from encountering you or having complete access to you, I just pray that right now you would just begin to show us what those things are, whether it's known or unknown, Lord. I just pray that if we are believing the lies of the enemy when it comes to our reality, I just pray that you would just unarm those lies right now at the sound of my voice in the name of Jesus. We tear down those lies that are built up inside, that built up walls inside to stop them from receiving all that you have for them, Lord. And I just pray that no longer will we allow distractions to hold us back from the future, from from becoming all that you've called us to be as daughters, Lord. And I just pray that in this season, as you're calling us higher, Lord, that you would give us the strength to be able to to fight back and to tear down the idols in our lives, Lord. And I just pray that you would give us the strength to overcome because through you, we we are already victorious. So I just pray that we would walk in the victory that you've set before us, Lord, that you died for us to walk in, Lord. And I just pray that this will be a season of going deeper in you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you guys for tuning in. And remember to speak life always, speak life over your workplace, your family, your home. I love you and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye.